Welcome to Better Animal Handling, Chapter 9, Episode 62. From the center of Missouri, USA, I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and girl on fire co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals, from Chihuahuas to Clydesdales, act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode is on barn fire hazards. Our topics for this week are causes for barn fires, prevention of barn fires, and responses to barn fires. A barn is always a fire hazard due to the materials it contains and the need for good ventilation for the animals, which in turn can become good ventilation for a fire. Barn fires do not only destroy shelter and food for surviving animals, they also cause horrific injuries and death to entrapped animals. The national U.S. standard for fire control involving barns is the National Fire Protection Association 150 standard on fire and life safety in animal housing facilities. The most important rule in reducing the risk of barn fires is under no circumstances should smoking in or near barns ever be allowed. Service people or construction workers need to be personally warned because if they're not raised with or now own a barn, they're probably unaware of the extent of the risk. Prominent no smoking signs, fire extinguishers, and a list of emergency numbers for police, fire, and hospitals should be located at all entrances. Heat lamps are frequently a source of barn fires, which most frequently occur in winter. All plug-ins should be GFIC receptacles, and wiring should be rodent and moisture-proof. The use of extension cords should be avoided, and when necessary, only outdoor industrial-grade extension cords should be used. Wiring should be protected by metal conduits to keep horses and rodents from chewing into the wiring. Service boxes should be dry, dust-free locations and mounted on fire-resistant materials. Electrical appliances should be disconnected when not in use. Light bulbs should be encased in thick glass to prevent contact with cobwebs and being broken by animals in the barn. Electric motors should be dustproof. Box fans do not have encased motors and are intended for low-dust home environments. However, they're frequently used to cool stalls in barns. Box fan cords are not durable, and when used in barns, they're often attached to extension cords. Stall fans should have sealed ball bearings, a thermostatic shutoff switch to shut the fan off if overheating, and a UL507 certified motor safe for outdoor use. Extension cords should not be used.
Gases are produced in damp hay that are flammable on exposure to air. Barn fires from hay combustion are most likely to occur within the first two months after cutting and storing the hay, that is, late fall or early winter. Legume hay is more likely to catch fire than grass hay. The risk of combustion is also increased by the bale size, large round bales, tightly bound bales, or high moisture content, more than 20%. Hay with an internal temperature of 150 degrees Fahrenheit or higher is dangerous. Hay should be well dried before storage. Square hay bales should be loosely stacked on their sides on top of pallets to facilitate the exposure to air and to staying dry. The roof over hay storage should be leak-proof. Storage of hay and bedding material in other locations than the barn containing animals is preferable. Other buildings should be at least 50 feet from a barn with animals. Hay lofts are particularly dangerous. In addition to quickly spreading a fire, hay storage in lofts above stalls also reduce air quality with dust and decreased ventilation. When in the same building as horses, hay should be surrounded with cinder or concrete blocks and a fireproof door to prevent drafts. Hot shoeing of horses should not be done near hay or bedding. Electrical sparks can cause fires if dust from hay is dense. Hay dust in the air can be particularly bad if hay is stored in barn lofts. Cobwebs also burn easily and can quickly spread a fire throughout the ceilings. Space heaters can also ignite hay dust or cobwebs easily. All gasoline motor vehicles produce sparks and should not be stored in a barn with animals. Gasoline-powered equipment, gasoline, Kerosene cans, paint, and fertilizer should be stored in another building. All flammables, such as grooming aids and insecticides, should be stored in a fire-resistant box within the barn. Oily rags, especially those with linseed oil, should be removed immediately after use and placed in a metal can. Compost piles should be kept as far away from a barn as feasible since they can generate enough heat to ignite combustible materials. Lightning rods should be placed on animal barns. Evie wants to know if having a dog that is a lightning rod for trouble is sufficient prevention for fires. No, Abby, you are not a prevention for fires. Sprinkler systems in barns are a highly effective means of controlling and extinguishing fires, but due to their expense, they are infrequently used in barns. Planning for the risk of fire should include easy access for fire trucks and adequate water source that is outside the barn. Fire extinguishers should be 10-pound ABC or better. Fire extinguishers and flashlights are best placed at each entrance, the feed room and attack room. If a fire begins in a horse barn, a handler has less than 10 minutes to get the horses out. Horses that escape could still have smoke inhalation permanent lung damage. Evacuation is easier 
The feed stall has two exits, an inner aisle door and an exterior door to a run or a paddock. If horses are present, non-nine-line halters and lead lines should be kept in a prominent location with battery-powered emergency lights or fluorescent markings for firefighters to easily find. Nylon halters can catch fire, melt, and burn a horse's face. All who have access to the barn should be aware of appropriate actions in case of fire. Doors to the outside should slide easily and completely open, or they should swing open to the outside. Halters with leads should be within easy reach of the stall door. If halters are not easily available, a handler should use anything that can be put around the horse's neck near its head and lead it out, such as a rope, belt, or electric cord. When stalls are connected to outside runs or pins, the runs or pins should have outside exit gates to permit rescue without going through a burning barn. If the horse freezes up, the handler should try to back it toward the exit or create an improvised blindfold using a coat or shirt. Once outside, rescued horses must be restrained by tying, holding the lead rope, or in a secure containment. They should never be turned loose and never left alone while the barn is burning. Loose horses panicked by a barn fire may run back into the fire seeking the security of its usual environment. Occasional fire drills should be run to acquaint everyone with ideal procedures or to contain the animals if a barn is on fire and after it's gone should be determined in advance. An outside enclosure should be designated to confine animals during a barn fire. Shelter from the weather may be important since most barn fires occur in winter. Now let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. The most common cause for barn fires in the United States is heating equipment and electrical wiring. The main cause for barn fires in the summer months is an inexpensive box fan. Microbes in damp hay can generate enough heat for spontaneous combustion. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint published by CRC Press. It's also available on Amazon and from many other fine book supply sources. Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about poultry enclosures and shelters. Hey, Abby, did you know that one of my favorite song lyrics are, I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. Yeah, I guess that's not a good theme song for a barn firefighter.